0: Welcome to Hank's Place. Last message, we took a look at Isaac, Rebecca, Esau, and Jacob, a family where no one trusted anyone, not even God. They struggled with believing God and his unbreakable, unshakable promises regarding birthright and blessing. Many, many Christians are in a similar struggle, a struggle to receive their inheritance an inheritance purchased for them by the blood of Jesus. Ephesians chapter one has a few of them. Romans fourteen seventeen says righteousness, peace and joy are ours. There's some more. An earthly inheritance is sometimes thwarted by evil family members or others. Maybe you know of someone who was robbed of their rightful inheritance. Human nature is nasty. In Matthew 21, Jesus told the parable of the sun, the vineyard and the workers. The owner sent servants to receive the produce at harvest time. The workers mistreated them badly. He sent his son. Verse 38 says, But when the workers saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and seize his inheritance. And they did kill Jesus. But God's word does not fail. The death and resurrection of Jesus opened the door for countless millions to become heirs, to be born into the kingdom, having a breathtaking inheritance, including you and me. So what about our spiritual inheritance? Is something keeping you from righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit? Are you suffering under condemnation? Or are you experiencing an open heavens from which God's fullness and grace and mercies and blessings are raining down irregardless of your performance or circumstance? So what's the main block to receiving God's inheritance? It's the same as with Isaac's family, a lack of trusting God, unbelief. Read Hebrews 3 and 4 closely. It warns of an evil, unbelieving heart of the deceitfulness of sin. It tells of a generation of people who heard the word of God, his promises, but it did not profit them because it was not united by faith in their hearts. Three times the writer of Hebrews refers to the Israelites as being disobedient. We usually think of disobedience as some sinful action or a refusal to do something. Now, notice the writer is speaking of disobedience of the heart. God saying, believe me and demonstrating his goodness, mercies and salvation. The people saying in their hearts, we will not believe you. We refuse to take you at your word. We will go back to Egypt. We will make golden calves. We will keep our idols and do their idolatrous practices, heart first then follows the actions outwardly. Ouch, my friend, ouch. Today, while it is still called today, believe that every promise of God is yours. Believe what God says about you is true. A child of God adopted into his kingdom with all the rights and privileges of a son, a daughter of the living God. Let his word define you not your circumstances, and come alive